0: Got my microphone on and take one. <laughs> here we go. Take one. I messed up. Let's start again. Okay, take two. <laughs> I'm Joel Briziky. It's to grow like podcast it's like a new covenant. You messed up, you get to start again. Hey, there you go. Uh, unlimited times. It's well yes. yeah. It, by the way, that other guy there, that's Mike Kapler. I said my name, but yep. it didn't say yours. So yeah. Um celebrating. 800 podcasts. People say when they hear 800 podcasts, I mean, what could you possibly have to say over 800 podcasts? Well, it's quite a bit, actually. So we... uh, are spending some time just kind of going over some highlights of things that we feel have been things that have been helpful, things that we enjoy talking about, you know, that are basically the reason behind why we do what we do. And so that's what we're doing in this uh, series here. It's starting with podcast number 800.
1: Doing a little looking back on some of the things we've talked about. It's It's been fun. Short reviews of Things that, in some cases, we may have talked about numerous times, obviously over 800-plus podcasts, but it's always good to revisit things and, and be reminded of things. Before we came on today, I was telling Joel about how I was jotting some things down, not for the podcast, but just for my own future reference on a particular topic. And I was in uh, you know, the book of Galatians looking at a particular chapter I don't want to go into the details, but I just wanted to mention that as I was writing some of these things down and putting my thoughts together, I began to see a whole new context of sorts that kind of re-solidified what I was already thinking. And, and so this is why we do what we do. We're, we're here to encourage you. We may not always say everything just the way you want us to. Heck, uh, you know, we don't even say things the way we want to sometimes. <laughs> um, we're we're talking very much unrehearsed here, just two guys from the Midwest who love the gospel of grace, who came out of some legalistic backgrounds, maybe not as legalistic as some people, maybe more than others. But here we are today, and for the past you know 25 years, we've been pondering these good news concepts that have been given to us through Jesus Christ and are constantly, I think, being communicated to us, whether we're conscious of it or not, being communicated and revealed to us by the Spirit of God who lives within us. And so our ultimate goal here is to help you relax and rest in what Jesus has done on your behalf and be able to live from that instead of us trying to become something that we think we're not. It's, it's who God has made us to be. So much of this program is is based on understanding our identity in Him and the finished work and what that accomplished. Um, and it kind of takes the spotlight off of us, takes the pressure off of us, and we hope that this is what you're receiving on that end of the microphone or yeah. the speaker.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, so one of the things that has, it's just a foundational part of the podcast over the years, and and it's something that maybe at at first we didn't start talking, we didn't talk a whole lot about this, but then we ended up sharing a lot over the years, is this idea of the covenants and the difference between the covenants and why it's important in the new covenant that we understand the differences and that we're Uh, not under the Old Covenant. This is a new covenant that is not like the Old Covenant. It's not based on the Old Covenant. It's nothing like the Old Covenant. It's a new and living way. The book of Hebrews says it's better many times. It's so important when we try to um, understand, for example, the words of Jesus— when we try to understand some things that were said in the Psalms, like the, the words of David, you know, he said, I meditate on your law. He, he says he he meditates on that so that he would not sin. Um, David was under this covenant of works. He was under this covenant of the law. Paul himself, before Christ took him in, Paul was under that old covenant, and Paul said that he thought that through the law, through this old covenant, that he would have life. But Paul found, when he came to Jesus, he realized there's really no life in that old law. There's really no life there. All it does is produce guilt. All it does is condemn. All it does is bring bondage. He hadn't realized that before. David, at the time when he wrote so many of the things in the old... and, And so here's the thing. We're not against David. We're not against the Psalms. We're not against the Old Covenant. We're not against the Old Testament Scriptures. But one thing that we have to do when we want to understand this New Covenant that we're in is we have to learn and understand that there's a difference between the two covenants. Each has a valid place. The Old Covenant, God gave it for a reason, and it wasn't a bad reason. He gave the Old Covenant and the law to the people of Israel, only to the people of Israel, not to Gentiles, and that that was made up of everybody else in the world. (laughs) Israel was exclusively the people who were under the Old Covenant. Gentiles were not under that. and so, But that was given as their tutor to point them to faith. People think that the law, the Old Covenant, was given to help people to learn how to live. And so they look to the law, you shall do this, you shall not do that, thinking, if I just will keep the law, then I'll know how to live. Well, the law's purpose was not for that. The law's purpose was to show people you can't live by your own righteousness, by your own works. And so that Old Covenant was given for that reason. And then when we uh, go to the New Covenant, the New Covenant is based upon God's promise, God's oath to himself, not the people's promises to keep the covenant, but it was God's promise that he made to himself was based upon the blood of Jesus being shed for sins as opposed to the blood of animals. The blood of animals could not for a minute take sins away. It couldn't, but the blood of Jesus took sins away. And there's all kinds of ways that we could go with this as far as explaining why the difference between the covenants is so important. But the main thing is that we understand that Jesus superseded the entire Old Covenant, and so what we're in is now new. So when we look at the words of jesus when he was still a man on the earth teaching old covenant concepts to the jews who were under the law we can understand that those were not for us who were in the new covenant plenty more to say about that uh, but that's just some of the highlights in that i th- can think of
1: yeah i mean when when you think of the bible i mean uh, there were different covenants made with different men Um, They all pretty much kind of failed. Uh, There was the the covenant that uh, was made with Abraham, but God would fulfill that. And so basically there are two primary covenants that the entire Bible revolves around. Uh, The old one that Joel was talking about that was given to Israel, by the way, not the rest of the world. Uh, It was a covenant where they were destined to fail through a covenant of, of works and laws and commandments that they couldn't live up to, which required perfection, but was, it was powerless to provide people with that perfection. You know, whereas, you know, we, we find out, you know, like in the book of Hebrews, for example, uh, the writer says, on the one hand, there is the nullification of a former commandment because of its weakness and uselessness, for the law made nothing perfect. On the other hand, so we have two hands here, right? The old and the new. On the other hand, there is the introduction of a better hope through which we come near to God. And so this this new priesthood that took place with Jesus, which was solidified at the cross and after the resurrection, this changed everything. It, It didn't revise the law. It didn't get rid of some stuff and keep some things. It completely erased the old way And started something brand new. And so, you know, some people say, well, the new covenant hasn't even started yet. Have you ever heard that bunch before? I've heard that. The new covenant's (laughs) gonna be later because Israel hasn't accepted the terms to the agreement. Well, see, the terms to, see, there's some covenant clashing going on right there. Because the terms to the agreement is is what was taking place in the Old Covenant. God made a covenant with Israel. They didn't hold up their end of the deal. So God had to come up with something new and better, a guarantee that would not fail. How would that happen? Jesus would become the guarantee of that new and better covenant. In essence, Jesus is the covenant. God said in the book of Isaiah that I will give you as a covenant to the people. And by the way, he also said that he would be a light for the Gentiles. So this was going to be something brand new. As as the writer of Hebrews said in chapter 8, this covenant, this new one, is not like the old one that was given to Israel when they came out of Egypt. They are totally different, and yet some people want to try to combine them. So th- this new covenant is not based upon us and what we do or the Israelites and what they do or don't do. It's based upon what Jesus has already done. That's why Paul was able to say with confidence that he and, and many of his his pals were ministers of a new covenant. Yeah,
0: Something you had said in there was that you know the law required perfection, and I saw someone ask this question the other day, you know, so, no, it doesn't. I mean, that's, the person who wrote that is misspeaking, and I'm like, well, Jesus said in Sermon on the Mount, therefore, you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. It talks about, in Hebrews, how, like you had said, that animal sacrifices could make nothing perfect. Paul said that the person under the law, the man who does them, shall live by them. If you're going to live by the law— you have to actually do it. You actually have to do it. And not just try your best, but you actually have to do the law. And the people of Israel completely failed at that. They did not do that. That's why this new covenant was needed. God knew that, and he had planned all along for this new covenant to be in effect— But that law, again, was the tutor that would show these people that self-righteousness was not the way. Works to be justified, works to be perfect, their own works just would not cut it. And so the way to be perfect, the way to become perfect, is by relying not upon our own works, but upon the work of Jesus, the finished work of Jesus. He's the one who made it possible for us to be perfected. And in him, that's exactly what has happened. And so like You know, I was just talking about the words of Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount. That's sometimes things that confuse people because they see all of these things that Jesus said in, in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, the Sermon on the Mount, and they think that's a Christian teaching, but actually it's an Old Covenant teaching. Jesus is talking to the Jews, telling them the reality of what the Old Covenant is really about and how you have to be perfect. And in Galatians 3, Or in Romans 3.19, Paul says that the purpose of the law was to make people guilty and to shut mouths, to shut their mouths. And the Sermon on the Mount was a mouth-shutting sermon. People would hear what Jesus said and go, "I, I, I, I can't do that. And so that's the purpose of the law. That was the purpose of the Old Covenant, to shut mouths, to stop people from justifying themselves in front of God by their works. And so the Old Covenant was needed for that reason, and there's a few other reasons as well. That's one of the main reasons of why it was given, and it's greatly, greatly, greatly contrasted with the New Covenant, which again is not based upon any of our works. The law is not of faith. The New Covenant is of faith. The way for us to become part of this New Covenant, to receive the benefits of, of everything that God provided for us through the New Covenant, is faith. The law is not of faith. You will not be part of this new covenant if you do not have faith, if you're trying to keep the law. So that's one of the things that we've talked about over the years here on the Growing in Grace podcast. We've got a few more things we'd like to talk about in the weeks to come, looking back on our first 800 podcast. Uh, next week, looking at the book of Hebrews and how it explains the new covenant. We'll look at that next week right here on Growing in Grace.